0: Welcome to this module, which covers some general principles with a focus on loving the other person. So, you know, I was thinking, Peter, about this and about, you know, what's what's generally the overall message that we want to convey here. And I actually recall uh, early on this year uh, when I was in a lot of distress after my father died, mm. and I had a lot of ambiguous feelings about that. And uh, I was... You know kind of struggling with wanting to feel um some kind of loss on one hand or i maybe i was feeling a loss but the other hand i was angry and i was upset and i was mad and i didn't know what to feel and i was in a lot of distress and i can remember uh you know i was with you and a few of our friends and uh i was just overwhelmed with with feelings at that moment and i decided to share it which was really hard and one thing I remember the most in that experience was feeling cared for by you and by, by the other friends that were there. And that was so important to me. And I can remember that I had to have some level of trust, or I, I at least gave some trust, right? But I, I had to feel like I was heard and I was understood. And I really did feel that and, and a couple of the things that really helped me feel that was that uh, the eye contact mm-hmm. Right, and I can remember one point you looking at me and saying, you know, maybe you just needed a daddy Like maybe you just needed that and it just really was what I needed to hear in that moment um, and I felt like um, In order, I don't know. I'm curious what might have had what what was happening for you in that moment that allowed you to be a caregiver for me when I was in distress? I mean, I remember
1: that moment. I remember that was really powerful. And I remember that it, it really helped that I was calm. You know, some of the other guys were talking at that time. And I was thinking, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if, I'm wondering if Jerry's just missing his dad, you know, and um and I had the space, like I had this peace and space. Um, and I was able to just not like jump in right away. I wasn't triggered by what you were talking about at the time, You know, like we talked about before. Um, it didn't feel like I had to do anything perfectly. You know, I, and I felt this connection to you too. You know, I really felt like this, this love for you. And um, and so that was kind of some of the things that were going on and it felt like Safe enough. Yeah, you know, I mean that safety thing seems to be huge. So
0: right because I can remember feeling a lot of actual sh- kind of shame even that I was being that vulnerable and opening up so much and Saying some difficult things that I was very conscious that I was gonna be judged and you know, you guys are all We were a bunch of psychologists. (laughs) So I felt like, you know, I'm going to be analyzed or I'm going to be, you know, and and yet I decided anyway to just be vulnerable. So, but, um, if I felt in any way that you or the other guys were judging or critiquing what I was saying, I would have shut right down. Yeah. 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 I didn't feel like we were in a rush and
1: that helped Mm -hmm. a lot. You asked about that. We weren't in a rush. We weren't, um, we weren't, um, Trying to do anything right. We weren't trying to change the fact that you felt a particular way We weren't trying to make your father come back from the dead or any of that. Well in that case I wouldn't have liked that at all (laughs) Uh, Because it was an ambiguous feeling right on my hand.
0: I really wasn't per se missing him. I was missing um, Some just that sense of having a father, right? Um, So it was bringing up so much. So if you had said too much Right, right. I tried to analyze that and it was incongruent like if it wasn't what I was feeling that might have That might have actually made me feel a little less safe. I probably would have retreated a little bit Mm -hmm. So you really did I mean in that moment. It's about like what what do they say holding space right right Right. to allow me in that case To feel whatever was coming up, which was a variety of emotions actually Right, And I didn't have it figured out and I didn't need someone else to figure it out for me
1: Right, you want to be really careful about not trying to figure it out for somebody else, or to tell them what they feel, or something like that. But to just be that listening ear. Right. You know, we're going to talk more about just how to listen in another module. But I think in that moment, you just needed to be listened to, and also just just kind of reach out and say, you know, I wonder if, you know, that you you might be experiencing this. It could be totally wrong, but maybe this is going on. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. You know? so really the principle here is how do you just non obviously non-judgmentally kind of unconditionally just caring for the other person without imposing anything but creating some space for that person to feel what they feel and the fear the shame whatever emotions that are causing all that distress you know will you know will come down when they're ready and so I think that's what loving people is, and we mistakenly think that loving people is trying to fix them, or right?
1: solving their problems, you yeah. know, and most of the or time, or figuring them out, figuring them out, right? yeah, right, right, or or asking them questions like, you know, what do you need? Because in that moment, that wouldn't have been helpful to you, right? Because right. I don't, you know, it was probable that you didn't know. Right, Because there's confusion that comes up a lot of times in these situations. So, so you know, there's no immediate resolutions creating that space. Like you were talking about holding that space to be able to be with the person. And that's really what I would sum up loving another person is being with them. Being yeah. with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about doing something to them or for them. But so a lot of what we're going to be talking about is to help you uh, be present to people that are in distress. And it takes a lot less
0: action a lot of times than people think. So, a few important things you need to keep in mind when you're helping someone in distress would be to monitor their safety, uh, prepare yourself, be non judgmental, um, act with humility.
1: You always want to be honest too. you know sometimes it can be tempting to try to tell something to tell something to somebody that may not be true or that you hope is true but may not be But we'll be really careful about you know not saying anything that's dishonest mm-hmm. and be sensitive to their shame and their fear you know a lot of times remember a lot of times there's no immediate solutions it's not on you to solve their problems Don't take that burden on. You might feel that pull and you can resist that, right? And you don't have to be alone, right? You can get other people to help you help them as well. So it's not like it's all on your shoulders. That's really important. Mm -hmm. We talked also about holding space, right? And that means accepting painful emotions, painful beliefs, difficult uh, assumptions that the other person may have that may not correspond to what's true, but we allow them to have them. Rather than trying to suppress them or deny them. So. All right. Well, thank you for listening,
0: and uh, we'll see you next time in the next module.
1: Thanks for being here. Remember to get those comments to us. You know, if you have questions, if you have ideas that you'd like to share, we really want to create you know some some action in the uh, in the uh, in the forum. So we'll see you over there.